Welcome to the Grim Cash Weep Show, episode 79. I'm your host, Levi, joined by not-so-special guest, Adrian. Ha! Yeah, I'm losing the uh, the, the new flavor, the new slowly, smell. Slowly but surely. Chris? <laughs> Might as well just be one of us. Hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> and Hadar. <laughs> Hello. Oh, God. <laughs> Hadar is now Hadarodactyl. <laughs> My mortal enemy is Dr. McNinja. Yes. Point points to anybody who's read Dr. McNinja so knows exactly why the fuck I said that. It's a great uh, webcomic. Read it. It's fucking great. It's... I don't know why I thought you meant like Ninja, the Twitch streamer that yells at kids. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a no, webcomic about a doctor who's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a webcomic about a doctor who's also a ninja. Also, he's Irish. That's pretty sick. Yeah, but he doesn't talk with an Irish accent. He's a first-generation ninja American. Huh. It's fucking. So, it's legitimately fucking great. It's uh, so good. like Golden Fist or the fuck. May I don't know. All I know is I had a crossover with Axe Cop, and like they just mm-hmm. fit. Yeah, it's fucking but, great. One of Doctor Mike's favorite, like best friends, is like the uh the clone of um. Shit, who's the guy with the fucking kite and the key, and the lightning? I can't remember anymore. Uh, Jefferson. Was it Thomas Jefferson? Uh, uh, Bob Frankster? Yeah, I'm just gonna look into you, Chubbs, to see the clone of who the fuck it was. Ben Franklin. Dr. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, I, I, yeah. yeah I remember, like, listen, it was, it was one of the old nerds, okay? I, yeah, thought, was, I I didn't realize y'all were actually struggling with that. That's why I said Bob Frankston. No, my, I, I, was I'm, right. I was legit. I was legit having a fucking brain fart. That's why. I asked. <laughs> what did I say? I don't fucking remember. Thomas All the, Franklin, Jefferson, Jefferson. Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. 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 Yeah. yeah. So his best friend's the the clone of Ben Franklin. He has a gorilla as his secretary. And again, he's a doctor who's also a ninja. You know, what did Thomas Jefferson do? Was he a president? Uh, Thomas Jefferson. No. Thomas Jefferson. Something to do with the Declaration of Independence. I think he signed it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shout out to the U.S. school system. <laughs> Hell yeah! Wait, there's a system. Vaguely, <laughs> relatively sure. All Thomas Jefferson did was like sit there and be like, "Yeah, no, that's a good idea," or "That's a fucking stupid idea." When the founding fathers were trying to figure out how to fuck with Britain. Pretty sure that's all he did. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Isn't like... that what they all did? He was the uh, <laughs> the the equivalent of like a political YouTube pundit uh, nowadays. He was the Alex Jones oh! of the <laughs> 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 whatever the we fuck. think about revolutionaries are just all YouTube pundits now. <laughs> fucking tea. The tea's making the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> we dumped the tea in the water and it's turning the fucking frogs gay. The fucking fisher game now. I love, I love Alex Jefferson. <laughs> I love it. Pet- <laughs> Did you love how fucking petty it is to dump tea in the ocean? <laughs> like, wasn't that the, like, like okay? Long term, we know what it accomplished, but what would that have accomplished in the short term? What were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Just dump the tea in the ocean. Why? I want to drink ocean tea. <laughs> Symbolism. Fucking fuck your tea. Symbolic. He, he, I want he would, he'd be the Joe Rogan of the Revolutionary War. The, the Joe Rogan of, of the Revolutionary War? Yeah. My fucking... No, no, listen, listen. Have you mm. ever tried coffee? 
it's it's cra- cra- crazy shit coffee. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna have to drink in the morning? Have you tried coffee? The fuck's a coffee? <laughs> I can listen yeah. here, you British shit. Joe Rogan be like, yo, dude, get on this vanilla bean. Yo, it's some, it's, it's that high class shit. I'm telling look, you, man, it's great. Look, we're not gonna fucking um, borrow electricity from France just to make tea. Listen, the fuck's I'm electricity. You. I'm telling you, in 20 years, everyone's going to be on this vanilla bean shit. You, yeah. you got to get in now. <laughs> you got to get in now before it turns into slave labor, you know? Oh, wait, there he is. Just don't eat the tomatoes. <laughs> you need to I get learned it. the tomatoes used to be considered poisonous. I think yeah. it was the president just fucking ate a tomato, like, on the fucking podium. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's going to die. And he's just like, blah, 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 blah. This is my speech. I mean, like, man, juicy. Juicy is very juicy. I like it. Not dead. Was it Teddy Roosevelt who fucking got shot and just kept delivering his speech for the next yes. hour? Yeah, he, he ended his speech after getting shot, saying, "Now if you if now if you all will excuse me, I have to go to the hospital for I've just been shot." <laughs> I can't wait for him to be a fucking servant. Oh gosh! Fate. Oh my god! Oh god! Be... Here it, it is because he powers well. because he's he powers fucking. Copyright McGee. His medicine. If there's one thing I know, it is that time is an endless circle, and so is fate. <laughs> That's fate. not even a hundred percent wrong, but it's kind of wrong. It's more of a tree. <laughs> Fucking no, like Ben. I mean Ben Franklin. Um, Teddy Roosevelt is already a real life fate servant. Yeah, <laughs> already. No, if there is. Legit- if there's one man we're going to classify as a fate servant, it's fucking Vladimir Putin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, nah, he, he too recent. He's a scary he's a scary motherfucker, though. I believe it. But there's no mystery in him, so that's why he's not going to be in there. Totally not because he's, he's relevant to modern-day society and as such would probably get them sued or something. Or I, Russian I just... spies. Totally not because of that. No, no. It's because he doesn't have enough mystery. I have not been convinced yet that Vladimir Putin is not a centaur. <laughs> I, I mean, just figured out how to stop fate. <laughs> convinced them that, that parodying Vladimir Putin is a good idea. Listen, <laughs> and I'm not convinced Hillary Clinton isn't a fucking lizard person, but you never know. <laughs> you never you know. Mean, you mean she isn't? <laughs> what? 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 Hold on. What? I'm also of the belief that the Queen of Britain... Is in fact is a lich. Well, she's never going to be a servant because she'll never die. Yeah, no, (laughs) never. Like like fucking Skaha, the fucking the the fucking warrior, the female warrior from from Mm -hmm. Celtic mythology. Now she can't die in fate, but she died eventually because of part one. The queen didn't fucking become a servant, which means that she never died. (laughs) Human history got incinerated. The earth got incinerated. She's still alive somewhere. Bumming oh, yeah. around, being the queen of fucking England. You know, it's a wild thought. Hmm. People hmm. have been born after the queen and have died of old age, and she's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> because she was there at the beginning of time. <laughs> have you played Fallout? Man is a fucking ghoul. <laughs> the queen of England is older uh, than fucking Adam. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> she she was the is first God. Man. 
He was the first man. Eve was never the first woman. <laughs> she actually wasn't because Lilith, but we're not talking about that right now. I was, I was the queen of to, fucking England. I was about to say, is, is the queen of England just Lilith? <laughs> when the universe breathed his first breaths, God and Queen Elizabeth were there. <laughs> God created a queen, a queen Elizabeth, and she was like, "I was already here." He was like, "What? Excuse me? I was here with my corgis. She was having she was a created nice old. tea. She was created old. Uh. <laughs> it's just every once in a while she'll like absorb the life of a youth and become young again. That's why she we have pictures of her as a kid. She doesn't need to. She just well, finds I'm convinced it is the constant colonization. <laughs> In the souls, <laughs> the souls of the continents, just they. <laughs> Why do you think we're trying to go into space <laughs> to escape Queen Elizabeth II? <laughs> go to Spain, fetch me their souls. We find Martians, and and the queen, and the queen just becomes a fucking baby. It's like too much. <laughs> seconds later, she's back to being an old lady again. I'm like, ah, oh, god damn. Oh man. This is why uh, the the British Empire was made because Queen, long live the Queen, long live the Queen. <laughs> okay, we got to be careful. We're gonna get suicided if we keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about we're not talking about Hillary. What are you talking about? You know, it's listening. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> see, see, you thought I wasn't the Queen already. Oh, we shit. thought this is Hadar Sheffi speaking to you. Now this is Queen Elizabeth here telling you the truth. <laughs> are you Elizabeth. the Are you the Queen Elizabeth stand? Just <laughs> you thought I was a human. <laughs> you thought I wasn't a stand all along. <laughs> I never actually met Hadar in person, so it makes sense. <laughs> Before Jeez, I, I have confirmed his queen. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> just constantly posing. Every step is a different pose. Is this a video game podcast? Like, it was never a video game podcast, except for those two episodes where I was ranting about Kingdom Hearts three for three hours. Listen, it was an anime <laughs> podcast for like twenty episodes. It was a video game podcast for like forty, and then it just <laughs> fucking went off the deep end. That just me ranting about fate and everybody ta- trying not to listen. It doesn't work. Yeah, so, we actively try not to listen. <laughs> oh no, I listen fucking I have to turn my brain, I have to overclock my brain. Yeah, no, like I actively tried not to listen for the longest time. Until I was like Fuck it. This is too Fuck fucking it. crazy to not listen to. This is as in as I'll ever be, but I'm in. <laughs> it's entertaining because it's crazy. You know, it, it was it. Thomas Edison was the the library. Yes. Yeah, that's really when I, I started to get interested a little bit too. Again, I, I think I told you guys, but the entire reason he had a lion head is because the artist drew it as a joke, and Nasu was like, "Throw it in." It was like, "What? Throw it in for funsies." Yeah, which is also how we got Kintoki in a fucking leather jacket making rider kicks. <laughs> this is how we got uh, one of the most popular female characters in Fate, uh, Ereshkigal, who's in the Fate Grand Order anime, by the way. She was just the first design for Ishtar, and Nasu was like, hmm, this doesn't really work for Ishtar, but this is too good of a design, so I'm just going to make her a Reshkigal instead, and then quickly write her in, like, a week before uh, we make the fucking, uh, 
chapter. And then she was the most, the biggest breakout character since fucking Jean Alter at the beginning of the game. Yeah. She well, was in the game within a, a literally a year later, to almost to the dot. Okay, I'll start my week. So, first things first, I have watched. I'm all cut up on uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, I've noticed. I I have noticed. Oh yeah. So how far are you? Uh, also caught up. I will give a non-spoiler. Okay. But Adrian, you weren't here. Chris was comparing the teacher to Kakashi. Who to Kakashi? The, He's it, a Jujutsu, three times cooler than Kakashi. Yeah, so in Jujutsu Kaisen, they, oh. they're they ki- killing curses. It's an anime. Got it. And the main, the, like, teacher is basically Kakashi. Like, white spiky-ish hair and covers his eyes. That's just Kakashi. All I have to say is he's way cooler than Kakashi. Yeah. <laughs> way, he's way fucking hotter than Kakashi, too. At, at least ten times hotter, at least three times cooler. I need to see this man <laughs> to confirm. Because Kakashi's up there. You won't... The If you just Google uh, Goto, Jujutsu Kaisen. Goto. Ju... It got spell it right. Jujutsu. 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 Jujitsu. Just think me doing kung fu. No, not jujitsu. Jujutsu. Jujitsu. No, it's it is jujitsu. But also, just think me doing dumb Naruto bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> you doing dumb Naruto bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Throwing is the guy in. Satoru Gojo? Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. I Most of the pictures probably won't do him justice because when he lets. When he shows his eyes, his oh. hairstyle also changes, and oh god, <laughs> would smash. Jesus fucking Christ, man has the prettiest eyes I've ever Suddenly seen. Suddenly gay. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. He's also doing the uh, whatever that one TikTok trend. Like this photo I found of him, it's a TikTok trend where they pull their cheek back and then stick their tongue out to show how long it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah here, this is for you, Hadar. This is his the prettiest eye I've ever seen. It's a really pretty eye. Now tell me more about sticking tongues out. Okay, <laughs> do you care if I do a minor spoiler? Um, minor spoiler on what his power is, real quick. Uh, go for it. Okay, this also goes for viewers. So, his fucking superpower is he. You enter his own like mind domain, mm-hmm. and he forces so much information onto your body that you can no longer do anything you 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 infinitely experience everything see that just wouldn't work against me because fate (laughs) i don't know man you experience power of the infinite void you you just experience everything there is to your point where your just brain just overloads with information you just freeze and then he just know, walks I, up to you and makes you cease. Again, <laughs> yeah. again, I understand how the Nasiverse works. I think I'll be fine. It's uh, so needless to say, Jujutsu Kaisen fucking rocks. It, it's pretty fucking good. It's it's. I don't know what it is over the past couple of years, but they've been coming up with some shonen ideas that like hit right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the characters. Yeah, they're, the characters. All, all you got to do is write good characters, boys. 
I give them really good eyes. That that's a storytelling rule that pervades, I think, most all stories. (laughs) Write good characters. It's at least gonna be enjoyable. It it, because it doesn't play with the most fucking obnoxious shonen trope, which is talk no jutsu. (laughs) Like that's that's not a thing in this one. Like legit, there there are times where a character is trying to teach another character something, and in most shows, you know, they would have a long fucking ten minutes standing there and talking about what they're gonna do first. Mm-hmm. But in this show, it's no, we're actively fighting, and I'm gonna teach you as we're fighting because we don't have time for this shit. That's sick. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I like that. Quite I have a to bit. check it out. I've been I've been having a hankering for some shonen lately. Also, oh, yeah, this, this one will do. One of the few animes I've seen that reference things. So my favorite line so far in almost the whole thing is they're about to start like a tournament arc. Yeah. And tournament arc, tournament the arc. upperclassmen walk up to the lowerclassmen and they're like, oh, are you going to be participating in the tournament? And the girl's like, what? Like Smash? If it's the Wii version, I will beat your ass. I will win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will smash you right off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> like, and when the main character, he gets all disappointed because uh, the teacher's like, "Yeah, you're not going to be a- able to do a lot of like cool techniques. You're just going to be really strong." And he's like, "What? I wanted, I wanted to bunk. I want to kamehameha. I want a Rasengan. You telling me I can't do these things?" <laughs> No, you're a I fucking be, loser. I want to be cool. <laughs> You'll never be cool. Oh, Spoilers. Yeah. He gets pretty cool. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I started that time I got reincarnated as a spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut so, up. Um, it's CG, first off. Yeah, but it's, it's not CG. bad CG. It's good CG. I have seen much worse. The other thing is great CG. It's good CG. I don't think I'm going to watch it, though, because it's inserting shit that was not in the manga. No, that's that's happening. That is actually legitimately happening during the the novels at the same time. But the the manga is focusing on her story normally. So, okay, so that's from the light novel. Yeah, it's it's all the light novel that's happening during that time anyway. I guess I will then, because I was like, if they're just inserting shit for the sake of human characters, I'm not gonna watch it. But okay, nah, it's it's all canon. Like okay then, yeah, I'll actually watch it then. I just watched the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen trailer. Dang it! Yeah, some sick music they put in there. Oh, yeah. that oh, the fucking ending is the ending theme is so fucking good. Not even the theme, just the animation. The, yeah, the theme combined with the animation comes together as a complete product for me. Mm-hmm. It, it just works. It has that good vibe at the end of a show, or like you fucking know that Goku. ending is gonna hit during a, a good moment at, at the end of an episode, and it's gonna feel good. But it's gonna <laughs> that ending is gonna drop in the middle of something super intense, and you're just gonna be like, "God damn it!" Yeah, <laughs> Goto dressed up in like full cholo clothes, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. I started reading. So you all know Overlord, yes, the anime. I started yes. reading the light novel mm, because oh. it is completed, and I have heard it is better, much better than the anime. 
So I will update on that in future stuff. All I'll say is they cut out a lot of the more etchy content from the light novel. But I want to see Albedo's titties. Yeah, it was the like one of the first scenes from the anime where he's like, mm, let's because it's right when he realizes he's been isekai'd. He's like, okay, how do I test if this previous NPC is now a living creature? <laughs> let me let me touch your tits. And then I believe two sentences later, it's like her quivering wetness. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh no. I did not know I was getting into this. To be fair, that is Alberto. It is, I mean, to be fair. But in the anime, they reel it back a little. Yeah, it's just her wetness, not her quivering wetness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to put this shit on TV, Levi, for all the kids to watch. I know. (laughs) Look, we can't have her be the the fucking love juice bitch from from that one fucking... Shimonetta, that's what it was. We can't have her be that character. But... uh, Whatever the fuck Alberto is. I think she's just like a sucky business or some dumb bullshit. I don't fucking know. She's some kind of bitch. She will suck a bus. Oh, yeah. she'll, she'll suck the bus. <laughs> Wait a minute. Suck, suck oh. your bus. Suck yeah, what's, bus. what's eating up a lot of my time right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, League of Legends, one of their tournaments just started for the LCS League Competitive Championship NA. I've just been watching a lot of those games. Yeah. And I'll just say they're uh they're my team, Cloud Nine, two one. So we're doing decent, but uh, they're doing one team fucking dirty. Hey, at least the Cloud Nine fucking league team is still good, unlike fucking Cloud Nine Rocket League. Team. Oh, are they bad? They've been bad since they dropped three of the best Rocket League players in the world. Oh yeah, Cloud Nine just not drops them randomly for no reason. Like four <laughs> years ago, Cloud Nine was like at its peak. It's fallen off slightly since then. Their previous best player retired is now coaching for C9. I think they flat out Yeah, no, after after RLCS last year, they straight up said, Yeah, we're done with Rocket League because they fucked up by dropping the three best players in the world. And we're just like, yeah. Let's just hire these three random college kids that no one's ever heard of. And yeah. this should be fine. It wasn't. Oh, fun. yeah. But they're doing a team fucking dirty. So evil geniuses right now are three and zero. Mm-hmm. And the people they're going to be up against today are FlyQuest are zero and two. Oh. So you already know who's going to come out on top on that one. Yeah. But that's yeah. been that's just been eating up time. I'm getting back into the scene. I'm, I have to learn so many new names. I bet. Luckily, all the team names haven't changed, so I can somewhat keep track of that. I remember at my old job, there was this dude that I'd occasionally talked to in the uh, like mess hall, whatever cafeteria, mm-hmm. and he would always be watching some league game, um, whether it was rewatching or live. And that would be like half the shit we talked about. I, there's like two or three teams I watch, though so it's almost always I have to rewatch because. They do it over the course. It's like over the course of like six hours. Right. Mm. And I'm like, I don't got time for that. I'll just go back and rewatch the teams I want to watch. Fair. Fair. Entirely fair. And uh, let's see. I So there was the trial period for the new Call of Duty Zombies. Mm-hmm. That did. It does not run well. 
<laughs> I've I've heard I've heard talks. Yes. I had to turn everything down to like medium mm. to get it to get it running like decent. That's depressing. Whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, well, it was fun. You mean the, the only reason I ever really play Call of Duty is just shit to play? Yeah, I'm like, I just want to play zombies. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't sell it separately, and I'm not buying the base game. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, let me, I'll pay 20 or 30 bucks and just give me zombies. Yep, same. Oh, they've also made it, like, a full-on, like, kind of RPG now. Huh. Where the zombies have life bars... Or they don't have life bars, but your weapons now show their DPS as you hit them. Cool. There are also bosses, like mini bosses and shit. They've they've mm -hmm. they've done some stuff with it. That's cool. It's did not we, definitely not what it used to be, but it's still pretty fun. They were doing yeah. some shit. Yo, catch me being at a uh, Thanksgiving day with like my friends that used to live in my cul-de-sac all with our iPhones out playing Call of Duty zombies on our phones. There Can't was a mobile me. version? Yeah. Did not know that. There's been uh, Call of Duty zombies I think it was one of the first like first person shooters on mobile. And it ran decently well, you know. Do you uh, remember what map it was? It was it was like, you know, the Nazi zombies, so like Oh, from OG World yeah, War, World of the War. OG. So it was like the little, uh, like, like a bunker, basic bunker. Yeah, it was like a bunker. Okay. And you had your M1 Garen to start out in the M911 or M1911. Okay, cool. All fun. I have, all I have left is an update. So I know you all have heard me talk about uh, Ryan Haywood, former mm -hmm. achievement hunter turned like sexual predator. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I talked a couple that. weeks ago about how he was going to start streaming again mm -hmm. and how me and a lot of the community went and reported the channel. <laughs> he has now been banned <laughs> and taken out of the partner program. Got him. Fucking got him. I'm like, if there's one thing, good thing Twitch did, it's fucking knocking that asshole off their site. <laughs> It doesn't make up too much for all the other shit they allow on there, but you know, it's 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 a start. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty fucked up, but it's yeah. it's, it's one small win. Yep. But hey, that's all I got this week. Okay. Neato. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, it's my turn. Uh so we'll start with video games. Um or video game. Red Dead. That's it. That's fucking it. Um it do be like that. I, I'm about halfway through Arthur's story. Oh wait, can I interrupt with one thing before mm -hmm. we move too far? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I normally don't talk about League because, like, y'all are just gonna find it boring. But there was a character I did not own until now. Mm -hmm. Samira. This huh. bitch has a style meter. <laughs> That's right. You have to weave your combos and auto attacks in to reach S rank to use your ultimate ability. Nice. She has a taunt where she throws a coin, and if it hits, your style meter goes up. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm just mm -hmm. fucking mad I didn't know about this champion earlier because it's the coolest thing 
I thought they I told never... you about her like months ago when she came out. Maybe you did. Yeah, because I, I was like, remember. I think we were in like voice chat or something. I was looking at new League of Legends characters, and I just mentioned, oh yeah, they put a Devil May Cry character in League, by the way. And you're like, oh cool. Yeah, no, because I finally I'm, I used to own all the champions, mm-hmm. and then I stopped playing for a couple years. I own them all again now. <laughs> but yeah, I had no clue. I was talking to my brother, and I'm like, you could have told me they put a DMC character in the game. <laughs> I like it. Not featuring Dante from the Double May Cry series. I wish. <laughs> nah. I wish. That would be cool, though. But uh, no, I do boy. appreciate them making a original character inspired by DMC, but that's cool. It's like, yeah, no way you're going to tell me that style meter wasn't ripped from DMC. <laughs> right. Don't lie to me, bitch. Yeah, because, like, the way you build it up, too, like, if you just auto-attack five times, it doesn't do anything. Like, you have to hit an ability, weave together some autos, use your another ability, and then just, like, weave all your spells together to reach that S rank. It's fucking hot. I just, I had to bring that up. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. Yeah. And that is Nito. Um, but yeah, no, Red Dead 2, right? So, playing Red Dead 2 has rekindled my love for Red Dead 1, or Red Dead Redemption 1, and also Red Dead Revolver. So, I pulled out my PS2 and played Red Dead Revolver for a bit. Um, and, fuck. Okay, so... The 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 Red Dead games are each very different. Red Dead Revolver is a spaghetti western. 100%. It is um hyperbolized to to no end. The the whole point of that game is it is the legends of of Red Harlow. The 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 Best gunslinger in the, in the West, and it's great, you know? But it's all told from the perspective of a sheriff who's just retelling his stories for, for folklore purposes. So it's all hyperbolized as fuck. And then when you get to Red Dead Redemption 1, uh, you hear characters tell you stories of Red Harlow and, like, how, how sick and cool he was, except for one dude who's like, yeah, Red Harlow was I, I guess. And you're like, oh, I get it. And then you're playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And then there's very few people who talk about Red Harlow, except for one character. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this because it's been 10 years since I played the first game, which is the sequel to the second game. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remembered why I don't hate that character anymore because he is red harlow and it's it's just cool i've been falling into the red dead lore and also to a certain extent the 3d universe grand theft auto lore oh gosh (laughs) because the 3d universe uh grand theft auto lore which is uh grand theft auto 3 through um like Everything between Grand Theft Auto 2 and Grand Theft Auto 4 is the 3D universe. Okay. And that's all 
like connected and then you get to four and then to modern day and that's all connected and then the, the 2d universe is its own thing as well right so the the 3d universe lore is the best grand theft auto lore because it it it, it just it it all works everything works and yes i love it but no red dead um Playing through, because I sat through watching my partner play this game when it came out, right? On and off. I didn't go through the whole thing. I caught some key moments, missed some. So, you know, some stuff's new, some stuff's old. But I pretty much know everything that's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like halfway through Arthur's story. And having my own experience with it and and playing my Arthur the way that I want to kind of helps me really, really grasp how perfect the writing and character development is in this game compared to Red Dead Revolver and Red Dead Redemption 1. This game is damn near perfect in terms of writing. Like, of course, every, every, video essay YouTubers made a video on why Arthur Morgan is the greatest fucking video game protagonist of all time or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go out here and start a 20 minute tangent on why he's the coolest, Yo, but he's the fucking coolest. Really big. Arthur Morgan is fucking amazing, but it's the cast of characters around him that really brings out how amazing his writing is. That game is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that's, I, that, that's it for video game. What? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say my one experience uh, playing uh, Red Dead 2 was talking to this, I guess, analogous scientist that was supposed to be Tesla or whatever. And mm. you go and like find a robot that he created. I don't know. That was in Red Dead 2, right? I haven't ran into that. Oh, there's a robot somewhere in there, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. What but, is that? I don't care. It's a Rockstar game. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, I was the other thing I remember was just how the hair system, if I can call it that, mm -hmm. makes sense where you can't just grow hair um, on the spot. You can't just make a beard appear whenever you go get a haircut. Gotta wait. Yep. Gotta grow that shit out. Which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, no. I I can understand people, you know, still. You know, because back when the game came out, that one of the biggest things was, man, it's, it's fucking too realistic sometimes. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. It's the perfect amount of realistic. It's the perfect amount because like down to um, I was I was playing in VC the other night and I was running around uh, Saint Denis and when for, for the most part of the game, you know, you're in these, you know, dirt ghost town type places and uh, and the, the, the streets are wide enough to where you, you 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 won't run over anybody so you don't get in too much trouble with the law unless you're actively trying to get in trouble with the law, right? 
But in Saint Denis, you can just be riding your horse at a leisurely gallop, and fucking six people run in front of your horse. The next thing you know, you're wanted dead or alive right now, and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> and oh, fuck, and that's that's oh. a real thing. I also, I, I I had never been held up in public until I got to Saint Denis. Like, because there's more people and it's easier to, to pickpocket and rob somebody. But it's also easier for you to get pickpocketed and robbed. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, immersion go boom. <laughs> really quick, earlier, it reminded me of the fact that I was watching Gura stream and she's just fucking, like, she's just riding her horse. And then some dude just comes out of nowhere and she fucking T-bones him. <laughs> so she yeah, fucking for... just drags him to the fucking, uh, to the fucking railroads. Chris. Leaves and then comes back to see the fucking train go over him. <laughs> Jeez. Chris, um, hmm. you ever wonder uh, that somebody back in like the actual old West mm -hmm. way back then, just trying to go about their day in their small town and some bandit hell holds them at gunpoint and robs them of all their money and goods that they had made that day. Did they think that they ever thought, Hmm, somebody hundreds of years from now is going to play a video game and say that this was a very immersive experience. No, because <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck that the idea of a video <laughs> game was. What's but boy, oh boy, am I hyped that I can that I can relive that bandits experiences through Arthur motherfucking Morgan, <laughs> the best written video game man of all time. Um, but yeah, no. So th that's that's it for video games. I and that's all you will get for, for video games until okay. I finish that is Red Dead. Update, I may be a little quiet. The RE uh, showcase is happening. Mm, yeah. I'm keeping track of that so that when we get to news, I can talk. Cool. Okay, make sure to mention when the tall, big titty vampire lady that everybody and their fucking I'm looking at her right now. <laughs> the, the fucking guys at Capcom are like, well, how can we get people to talk about our game? Big fucking milkers! You know, speaking... Genius. Speaking of outlaws, there, there's a story that I, I really want to share uh, about. Um, you may have heard of it. Elmer McCurdy. Mm -hmm. He was an outlaw born in 1880 or in Washington, uh, Minnesota. M.E. What's M.E.? Is M or no, M.N. is Minnesota. What the fuck is M.E.? <laughs> it's some fucking state. And uh, he was like, you know what? I'm going to become an outlaw. And the first like crime he ever did, he dies in a gunshot, like in a uh, in a shootout from uh, police. Mm -hmm. And uh, the coroner takes his body and was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to embalm this dude. Put him in a stand up, stand him up in a coffin and then have him as like a sideshow for my morgue that people can put nickels in his mouth and I can pull them out and make money that way. And he did that for years till finally Elwin McCurdy's brother showed up and was like, hey, that's pretty fucked up. Can I have my brother back? He's like, all right, I fine, I guess you can have your brother back. Except that wasn't McCurdy's brother. That was a dude from a carnival circus that just wanted to make Elwin McCurdy a sideshow. Another for like... <laughs> It keeps okay. going. So after being uh, like the same thing where you put the nickels in his mouth and traveling around America, 
as a sideshow kind of lost some of the uh, appeal as carnivals and circuses went out of style. And so they sold them off to uh, this, um, like one of those horror uh, houses where you kind of get on a ride and you like move through it. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a bunch of scary things going on. Uh, they covered him in wax and made him a wax figure. Um, and then it moved through so many hands after that, they forgot it was a dead body. Mm. Until finally, one day, uh, they were trying to take down the quote-unquote wax dummy. Um, and the dude pulling him down, the arm comes off. He's like, oh, that's weird. Didn't know it was segmented. He looks at it. That's a fucking bone, and that's rotted flesh. <laughs> this is a dude. <laughs> they found his body, finally found it again in like 1977 or 1978. Oh, shit, it's a dude. Listen, yeah. <laughs> this, all serial killers. Start a wax museum. <laughs> no, stop. They'll never know. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, his, his famous quote was, hmm. I'm the outlaw who never gives up. Yep. <laughs> you know, hey. if it wasn't for the fact that this is fucked up, that'd be sick as fuck. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It is sick as fuck. Yeah. Oh, man. It is, like, it is the, one of the most outrageous stories I've heard. The idea of, I'm going to be an outlaw, five seconds later gets shot in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's God. Good. It's so good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, other than Red Dead, uh, I, I'm still on my balancing act of anime and heroin. So, oh, you know, <laughs> uh, but I, I have watched, I, as I said, I'm caught up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I'm also caught up with Sp- Spoder. Uh, what else did I, what fucking, what the fuck is that one called? It's another goddamn isekai. Um, I'm standing on a million lives. Okay. I started watching that one. And I was like, okay, what is this? Because the plot just sounds like, oh boy, it's another fucking isekai. You're at at uh, school one day. This season? Uh, last season, I believe. Um, so, oh boy, you're at school, and then you suddenly, oh no, I'm in the video game world, but it's not a video game, but it is, for me, at least. Um, and so, what can I say about it other than it's a, it's another goddamn isekai, but it's well-written enough for me to care, and the, the way that they handle it is also pretty cool. So they're not in a video game. This is light spoilers. Um, okay, one more second. What was the name of this again? I'm standing on a million lives. Okay. Yes. It's um, uh, I'm standing on a million lives. And I'm stuck in the tire of a Corolla that rolled down a hill with Hansel and Gretel. No. Okay. Uh, that's the uh, the prequel light novel. But ah, y- yeah. Gotcha. So. Um, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> like i swear they're doing this on purpose <laughs> I swear, it has to be a thing 
It's it, just it, a it, massive it, unmentioned in joke <laughs> among the fucking light novel community that they have is. to do. It's an unwritten rule. <laughs> don't yep. get fucking published if you don't have a big fucking name. It has to be on purpose. A nonsensical title of extreme length. Yes. Okay. So here, this this is light light spoilers. Um, partway about about uh, about halfway through the first season, um, you get confirmation that they are not in a video game. You know. Game Master kind of lied a little bit. They're not in a video game. They are in a parallel universe, and everything is real. Every person is real. Every monster is a real being and all that shit. So when a certain character straight up murders another human, his mind fucking breaks when he learns that. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's the moment where you go, wait a second, these aren't NPCs. Yeah. It's yeah. the moment you're like, wait, you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> yeah. So so it starts it it hints at stuff like that throughout the entire show, and then it gets there, and then it's like, yep, nope, every, every last bit of it. <laughs> and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not um it's not as as hype or as interesting as let's say a fucking uh, a re-zero or a shield hero or Overlord. any of those yeah it's it's not as cool as any of those but it's cool enough to where i sat and watched the entire first season over the past week and uh, to me Chris, that's, watching, that's good enough yo really quick an anime and still Instead of VTubers, what? Yo, real quick, I came across this on TV Tropes, like, the other day, and I, did, and I was like, why does this sound familiar? And I saw the thing, I was like, oh my god, it's the one where they get the shit classes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the one, that's what I remembered it as, constantly. Yeah. Yes, that's that's the one. Uh, so, so, that, so him not telling them, real quick, real quick, him not telling them is completely in line for what I read the fu- uh, about this fucking character already. Oh yeah, absolutely. Game Master's an asshole. Fuck that guy. Game Master is a fucking asshole. But no, so uh, every 10, 10 levels that they gain, they they roll for for a new class, right? And the the main character, his his first class is fucking farmer. <laughs> and then but his, and his party members are a, a wind mage and and a and a sword warrior, right? But they're but useless they're not, as shit. Yeah, they're not good at their classes. <laughs> they're bad. They're just bad. And so and so he goes out and he just starts beating the fuck out of goblins with his fucking broken uh, scythe and hoe <laughs> and just <laughs> beats the shit out of them with the stick until they die so he can grind up to level 10. And then he, and then he does so and he gets to re-roll. He gets to roll a new class and he's like, yes, 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 yes. Chef, fuck. <laughs> no, but, but he gets can, a knife. Get he knife. gets he, a knife. Buffs. Can he monster hunter? Okay, so the way the way the chef works is he he gets a knife and he's look he's looking at this giant troll and he's like, oh fuck. And then he rolls and gets the knife and he's like, alright. And then his eyes are like and he's like, oh shit. My chef ability <laughs> lets me fucking analyze the internal anatomy of this beast so I know exactly where to stab it for the perfect kill. <laughs> See, the thing is I and always then the beast to... is like, oh fuck, I can't believe you've done this. 
the thing is, I always wanted to like write a story where the, where some guy's class is like chef and shit and like that. And now I can't do it without being called a fucking ripoff of of him standing on a million lives, a hundred lives, whatever the fuck, a hundred billion, whatever. Hundred bajillion. But yeah, yeah no, and I it's... can't, and I don't want to get called a copycat of a fucking light novel. Yeah, I wasn't gonna write it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But still. And and it also has kind of a, a persona aspect because af- after every quest uh-huh. that they do for the game master, uh, they go back to normal people life, and you know, after every quest, you have they have to go and find their next party member and f- see what their backstory is so that they can take so that they know how to interact with them inside the the game world, right? And it's it's. It's pretty cool. That that aspect is pretty cool, and and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's 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 just an okay show, and it's a, it was a fun time. Uh, season two was confirmed at the end, so okay, cool. I'm hyped to see where that goes. Um, I think that's pretty much it that I want to talk about this week. I'll, I'm saving some other stuff for later, but yeah, okay. I think that's about it. Adrian? Hello. <clears throat> I guess it's my turn. Um, so, you know me. I uh, I dabble. And uh, recently, uh, I would say this is, it's not anime, but it is animation. Uh, I finished Adventure Time for the third time in a row. Nice. Um, and I finished it this time with my girlfriend who has not finished it before. Uh, she had watched it, you know, growing up um, in high school, middle school, whatever, when it started. I never really got to watch the later seasons, which is when it really gets good. Um, <clears throat> and needless to say, that ending of season 10 will always just make me ball my eyes out. The fuck? pain <laughs> it's a good pain though and so my girlfriend and i just like cried for like five minutes after watching that last episode um it it's to me uh you said something earlier chris about red dead redemption um about having like perfect to like near perfect character development in the like characterization throughout the story I am a firm believer that from like season three to 10 in Adventure Time is some of the best character development I've ever seen in anything anywhere. Um, The amount of work that it goes into just creating personalities in that show. Um, Not so much like there's plenty of character arcs. I mean, they have literally many series in the series that develop that just focus on one character, their past and their developing uh, like mental and emotional state as they grow a little bit. But they also throw in so many little quirks and uh, for their personalities and um, stuff that like hardly any writer really thinks about making with their characters. The main character Finn, for some reason across the multiple universes and adventure time always loses his right arm. Always. It's just a thing. He's mm-hmm. always an amputee. At like by the time he's 13 or 14, he's lost an arm. He's a rough and tough kid. He's 
fighting a lot of monsters. It makes sense. And he gets a robot arm. It's pretty cool. And then, and then also, he gets a grass arm, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, no, he got the grass arm first. Um, and then the grass arm gets severed, and then he gets the robot arm. Um, and also, it's interesting, I never realized until this last watch uh, that I did with Rania, but Finn, anytime he grows a little, like, mentally and emotionally as a person, he gets a new sword. Mm -hmm. Anytime he has uh, growth as a character, old sword gone, new sword. And there is quite a particular uh, thing where he had one sword called the Finn sword. And it kind of like represented his ego. And uh, losing that sword when it finally like broke, destroyed him. And it took him a long time to really get back and find himself again. Really? So much that it spawned a, a different version of himself, a grass fin called Fern. Like, oh my God, I could go on. But what's, uh, what's real, real quick, is that the yellow one? The golden? Uh, no, it's the white and blue one. I don't care. I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was a little bit later on. Um, the favorite favorite sword, though, the demon sword. That oh, yeah. It's his dad. Yes, that sword's so cool. He gets the last sword he gets is a Nidosphere sword, which is pretty cool. Uh, Peppermint Butler, who like throughout the seasons, Peppermint Butler is like, oh, he, he's the cute little, you know, peppermint butler for princess bubblegum and he's actually like a master occultist mage that can summon the demons upon anyone yeah like <laughs> halfway or three quarters of the way through he's like interrogating a demon yeah legit he summons the lord of the nidosphere marceline's dad and when the king of, or lord king of nidosphere or whatever he tries to like suck some souls as he does like he eats souls he just very easily puts shackles on him, like spiritual shackles, and he can't do shit. I'm like, Peppermint Butler is one of the most powerful beings in that universe. <laughs> the funniest. <laughs> yeah. You, oh you never God. fuck with the butler. You no. never. Fuck with the butler. <laughs> never. Why do you think Batman has Alfred? And <laughs> exactly. only Alfred. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that whole there's so many different plots and subplots throughout that series that they handle so well. Animation is so fun. The songs, especially towards the end of the series, are amazing. Um, the only issue I have with it is I can't remember what season. I think it's maybe four. Mm -hmm. And there's like 30 episodes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're all good. But it's it's a bit of a drag getting through one of these seasons. Yeah, I will say uh, like season three to ten. Um, that's really when Rebecca Sugar took like the the reins for the characters and the writing after Pendleton Ward left after season two. Um, and I love Pendleton Ward for the thing he created, but Rebecca Sugar did so much better writing than he did. <laughs> and uh, it really shows. Uh, and I, and I think it was season four that dragged on a bit. Um, Never then, forget the time that Rebecca Sugar rewrote Dragon Ball. Excuse me. She did. She rewrote Dragon Ball. Was it good? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into that whole fucking bit. But there was an old uh, Super Best Friend cast bit where um, 
Pat went on for like 15 minutes about this uh, fucking Dragon Ball uh, fanfic dojin that he was reading. And at the end of it, he's like, yeah, and it was written by someone named Rebecca Sugar. And then Wooly's like, wait, what? That's that's the yeah, yeah it fucking and then he's like yeah no so I've been watching Steven Universe because <laughs> <laughs> the first couple seasons of Steven Universe are literally Dragon Ball Z, but with oh. gay rocks, gay yeah. fuck, that almost, is <laughs> almost that <laughs> literally is just Steven Universe. Holy shit, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Homosexual but, stones, but doing a sick DBZ energy blast. I, I think, but... And it's funny, I always compare Steven Universe and Adventure Time in my head because they're both, you know, Rebecca Sugar works. And Adventure Time has so much more nuance than uh, Steven Universe in terms of the the concepts it tackles and all the different interactions and character development it has. Steven Universe is a lot more just like in-your-face... Here's our commentary. Right. Whereas yeah. Adventure Time takes its time with everything. Oh, yeah. And, and that I, I can appreciate about it. Yeah. I think that's why I like it better because it's a lot more subtle. And I think that nuance makes the world seem more real. Um, and I think that's why I like it so much more than like Steven Universe. Steven Universe, it feels and acts like a cartoon um that's not bad but it's you know an exaggeration of a lot of things um versus uh adventure time it really became it became a real ass fucking show there's a part in that show where finn kills someone and he is fucked up over it (laughs) like season nine he uh or is it season 10 it was season nine yes in the season nine he kills a close friend of his um who was trying to kill him and so he comes back home after that to Jake, the dog, and Bimo, the little robot friend that they have. And he just walks in and starts crying. And I'm like, that is some real shit? This is supposed to be a kid show? What the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like I literally saw the scene on Twitter today mm-hmm. of uh, when uh, Finn and the Fire Princess are doing their thing. Yeah. And uh, what's it? Bubblegum Princess? Princess Bubblegum. Princess, yeah. Princess Bubblegum goes into like their house where Jake is. And she's like, where's Finn? Where's the Flame Princess? And Jake's like, "You get out of here. Mm-hmm. Finn is over you. You are just coming in here to ruin what he has, you evil wench. Oh my gosh. Leave, leave him alone. He's happy now. Don't go getting involved in his biz. Funny enough, for uh, real, for funny enough, uh, Princess Bubblegum was never interested in Finn at all. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> it was I just, know. <laughs> it was like everybody a knows. <laughs> That's not news to anyone because you know uh, because uh, Twitter uh, wouldn't let us not yeah. know that Tumblr because wouldn't because <laughs> princess bubblegum and marceline are meant for each other anyone else who disagrees should fucking die in a hole yeah yeah if you don't ship these two together you are satan <laughs> uh, i i'm i'm exaggerating but like honestly uh the the ship between marceline and princess bubblegum which is canon um was inevitable to say the least uh 
and it really just the only thing that kept them from having the very passionate kiss that they deserve to have or multiple times was the censors at Cartoon Network um, because they had been hinting at it for most of the series. Um, and Shout out to the, the, the t-shirt. Oh my gosh, yeah. The whole t-shirt. Oh, man. And it's it's such a cool show, and I love the whole world of it. Um, I've said it multiple times. If there's any fictional world I'd like to live in, it'd be the world of Adventure Time. Nah, that place man. is so cool. Man, you will get. You want to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? Hell yeah! <laughs> it became cool a fucking a, a couple weeks, a trip. and then you'll run into a witch, and you'll get turned into a frog, and then you'll be a frog for the rest of your life. And then the frogs are so chocolate. If there's one thing Adventure Time teaches you, is that everything is temporary, and that you just have to go with the flow. Yeah, or you'll get <laughs> stuck as like the Ice King servant or some shit, which I'll get. Like, Pretty cool. I'd actually be down for that. Don't put cards on your head. You just or have you fucking dope jam sessions. Yeah, you just get stuck as Ice King. That's probably a terrible fate. Um, don't put on crowns. Probably. I'd say Do it not is. Put on any crown you find. It is a terrible fate. Yeah, it's that one episode. Everyone knows the episode. Marceline mm. and the Ice King. Yep. Oh my gosh. I know almost nothing about Adventure Time except for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, man, like that show, it grew up with his audience. And trust me when I say it is, it's not a kid's show. It may have started out in the first two seasons, but after that, no, it, it is, it is a full on fully fledged uh, show for all ages. Oh and, yeah. Something yeah. I didn't realize until my second viewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it princess unicorn? Princess Rainicorn. Rainicorn is speaking Korean. Yeah, she's yeah straight up Korean. You can translate it. Yeah, she's I, speaking I actual senses. Yeah, it's not like gibberish. It's actual Korean. <laughs> and uh, there's a whole arc where they go to uh, this other universe where it's all dogs and rainicorns and racism is a thing because uh, dogs and rainicorns hate each oh, other. Oh, yeah, we got that pretty early in this year. <laughs> yeah, which but, is why the marriage between uh, Jake and Rady, Rainicorn is, like, so salacious. Yeah, um, the dog-rainicorn wars was so, brought up a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop my adventure time here uh, just because I'll go on about it forever. There's a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, not too much, though. Uh, as you guys know, I started playing Destiny 2 again. Um, Back on that grind. Yep, on that grind. And I'm, I'm really trying this time, you know? I'm, I'm really trying. But it's, it's just coming to a head that I'm not like other Destiny players. I'm built different. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> exactly. What can I say, man? I'm just built different. Just built different, dude. Um, but like honestly, I played Destiny for all the wrong reasons, uh, relatively speaking. Uh, because I'm a fan of the story, the RPG elements, and uh the activities and the gunplay and uh, the whole like gameplay of it. Most Destiny players just play it for the gear leveling up Listen, making yeah. builds grinding it, it it's i can shorten it for you number go up yeah that's it 
And it's so frustrating to me because so many uh, like Destiny players judge you by your level. As they should. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't dump like 300 hours into your fucking expensive ass game. I only have like a hundred thirty <laughs> something. And that's over the course of the entire time Destiny 2 has been around. Like the past three years or so. Four years? I think it's four years now. Um Yeah, to we, put it in difference, like the way me and Adrian play. Yeah. When Destiny 2 came out, within a month I had all three characters at max light level and mm-hmm. almost every exotic in the game. Yep. I'm struggling to masterwork any item. This was a pre-masterwork, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm struggling to get any of the important exotics or any of the important weapons. Because there's always the meta, and you have to stick to the meta, or at least the sub-meta or whatever. Um, What's the current? Is it still scout rifles? No, hand cannons. Hand cannons. Oh, hand I don't... cannons rule the Crucible. I, I never played. Fuck the Crucible. Okay. I, I did not touch PvP in that game. When it comes to PvE... Because it was scout rifles previously. That was the it's, best DPS you could get. Yeah, the um, it's a bit varied now. It's hard for me to pin down what's good uh, PVE. It's not so much focused on primaries anymore as it's more on secondaries, sniper rifles, and also heavies, swords. Oh yeah, like those yeah. always dealt more damage. Yeah, but in terms of primaries, scout rifles were the fucking yeah. best. I couldn't tell you what's the PVE okay. meta. Can I just say? Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for the day that Ina plays Destiny 2 on stream and I suddenly care. <laughs> <laughs> because does it's she... happened with so many different games over the past couple of months. Does she actively play Destiny? <clears throat> yeah, okay. it was one of the games she talked about in her uh, debut stream that she Sick. played a lot of. And I'm like, fucking... <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like the Bungie knows how to make a shooter... And they have more or less figured out how to make a shooter MMO. Um, And what always brings me back to it is the shooter aspect, because I just love the gameplay of it. Fuck, if I could just make an an RPG, no MMO, of just Destiny's gameplay, shooter mechanics, and, and ability mechanics, that'd be... I'd play that game all the fucking time. Holy shit. I don't give a shit much about the uh, MMO aspect. The only reason I give a shit is because you need to find a team of people to play all the good content. The only reason you give a shit is because if you want to play the fun stuff, you have to. Yeah. You have to give a shit. Yeah. So I have to go find some, like, two-buck clan that has people who uh, spend way too much time in this game or have way too much time to play this game and are way above my level and have all the gear and get mad at me whenever they're chirping a rich doing a Sherpa raid for me and some other dude. And just because I don't understand what the fuck is going on, they yell at me and shit. And I'm like, well, I, I wouldn't even <laughs> that you just found a bad team. That's if, every team I found every well, team. Yeah, sure. Because I actually did a few Sherpa runs as the Sherpa. And oh, I think you can probably take it from context. But Sherpa ing is running players through their first instance of the raid. Yeah to teach right. the, me- the mechanics mm-hmm. and if you're doing that that you don't you shouldn't be getting mad you should be fixing mistakes yeah like i haven't really played with these guys since that raid because the 
the main dude who was leading the Sherpa the entire time was like, okay, so now listen here. You have oh, to okay. tether. Oh, my God. Connect it to here. When you start hearing the, okay, now this is what we have to do in the monotone voice, it's like, yeah. oh, go fuck yourself. Go yeah. fuck yourself. It was so frustrating. And he got mad at us just because I, like me and this other dude were confused with what we had to do uh, on like a particularly hard uh, challenge that we had no idea how to do it. And granted, we did Garden of Salvation, which is a broken fucking raid and it should be fixed or deleted entirely, even though it has like the best rewarded uh, PVE weapon, um, Divinity. But... I don't know. I've been hard pressed to find any decent folk in the Destiny community now. And I think the reason why I keep trying is because when I played Destiny 1, uh, I was on Xbox 360. It was when the game had just first released. And actually, decent people were playing the game still. <laughs> had just started playing. I jumped into just a random strike uh, with two other guys. They messaged me, jump in VC. And they became like my friends for the next year. And we just played a bunch of destiny. And then they lived in Florida or whatever. And I think one guy lost his Xbox and we never talked again, but yeah. still Blame the alligators. <laughs> it's your first time running a strike. You better know what you're doing. Yeah. Cause I'm, I can't speak for you, Adrian, but anyone who has played a certain strike more than like three times, <sighs> you get the speed run strats down. Oh, same. I, I know how to know what groups of enemies to skip. And if mm -hmm. you've never done it before, you're just going to get left way behind. Yeah. I nowadays, whenever I do strikes, I don't run past enemies unless they're like just in a pass through area. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely do like the speed run strats in a sense. I, I, I'm going like as fast as possible. And uh, typically, I'm either, you know, it's very rare that I like fall behind unless I get caught up switching gear or something. Um, but yeah, I've grinded plenty of strikes. Crucible and Gambit, even though most people are like, Gambit is shit or like Crucible is annoying. I'm like, yo, you just you can put the controller down and get good gear. <laughs> like legit. The, it is so much easier to get good gear from the PvP than from the PvE, simply because they just want you to participate, <laughs> and they just give you shit. <laughs> and I yeah. feel like I feel like a lot of people miss out on that. I'm like, why would I grind the same shit over and over and over again when I can have at least a more uh, varied experience with the pvp due to there being actual other players like i'm fighting against really you just i what i did is you, once you finish with all your like daily and weekly quests same yeah you just grind up until soft cap and yep. then i was like never touching pvp again no don't need to i i'm less to enjoy pvp like, more yeah because you know there's always that one hand cannon that drops only in pvp oh yeah like oh well you better get that because it's fucking good yep yeah but uh yeah destiny 2 has been taking a decent chunk of my time uh besides that 
only other game I've touched since then, just today before the stream was Absolver because I missed it and I might try to get back into that. Who knows? Good um, shit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Hadar! It is I. Uh, uh, so my week started out with uh, the, well, the card game that I play getting reset again. Yeah, they specific uh on a stream later on they were like, yeah, no, we're not, we're gonna try to not re- do another reset, but they actually didn't say it, but but either way, we like we have a fucking um, but we have another reset for this card game and it looks uh, le- legitimately fun, honestly. Like nobody was like everybody was like, if they do another reset, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fucking quit, and then nobody fucking quit because you know, people are fucking dumbasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, though, uh, fucking fate. We got a new event. Which we knew it was gonna happen. And fucking Delightworks, the guys who make the the, the mobile game, are just like, you guys don't have wallets anymore. We're not gonna let you have wallets anymore. You will give us your money. You will give us your your bank. You will give us your kidneys. You give us your firstborn child. And we're gonna keep draining you until you don't have a soul anymore. Because we broken because we keep breaking memes. Uh, so, as you know, we started with the big, the big, we started the year with the big motherfucker, Muramasa himself, right? Then we got a rerun of a popular, um, event with one of the most popular farming, uh, uh, servants in the game, right? And now we got Taira no Kagekiyo, who's adult Minamoto Yoshitsune, who is the adult name of Ushiwakamaru, who's the writer we've had since day one, and people have really liked because she's a good girl. Uh, you, can, you can see Ushiwakamaru in F- Figure Out of Babylonia, the anime. She's there. She's that half-naked va- uh, samurai chick. Yep. I, whose art I can't show in the server because she's <laughs> a half-naked samurai chick. But mm, it's fine. Samurai. She's- uh, the funny, th- funny thing about why she's a half-naked samurai chick. She originally she had more clothes, and then the art designer was like, "No." They're like, "No, no, t- take off her shirt, remove, cut out her pa- the the crotch section of her pants, stick her in there." And they're like, uh, "Okay, you're literally the boss of me." Japan. Yeah, Takeuchi is responsible for a lot for a lot of uh, servants getting more sexual designs, and people com- complain about it. Every time, I'm like, Listen, I I don't care much either way, but it can get annoying. I you gotta prioritize interesting designs over like tits. Yep, I agree with that statement. If ha- having a sexualized design is a part of their character or uh, is a part of their design, that makes sense. But if they're supposed to be like a fucking tanky knight, why the fuck do they have their breasts hanging out? <laughs> Arturia Lancer from last week. <laughs> the Ushiwakamaru is the is the young version of Minamoto Yoshitsune, one of the most famous military commanders in all of Japanese history. Damn. There's plays about this uh, about this person and that are gender men, so you know, like man in real life, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's plays about this individual. You go, you know, Benke, right? Yeah, you know, the fucking monk dude with a thousand weapons on his back. Oh yeah. He's one of her retainers. So big names here. And they're like, nah, first of all, we're gender bending her. Second, we're making her their younger self so we can, so they can bring in the, the older stuff later, which they finally did five years later. Also cut out her pants. 
full on panty shot right there. Constantly. She doesn't she doesn't wear a shirt. She doesn't wear a bra. She doesn't wear anything. Put two very small armor plates to cover her di- her fucking chest. Uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna show Adrian. So last week we went over what was it, Altar? Uh no, we we weren't talking about Altar. We we're talking about uh Lanza Artoria. Lanza Artoria. Uh, we're talking about Altar today. So this is the design for the one we talked about last week. It's probably the coolest one so far. That is pretty dope. Which art did you show? Because I showed a lot it's of art. I posted, I posted the cool one. They're mm. all cool, except for the ones with the big titty. I mean, to be fair, that's Lion King, which technically is a different character. Oh, technically. Whatever. It's, it's still cool. It, it, it's the same character, but if she became a goddess. I love it. it yeah. It's got that Artorius look, which I'm sure is fitting. Very, very fitting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so back... Uh, in the light, in the latest story chapter, uh, which was the beginning of December last year, uh, we had uh, Tarana Kakakio show up, who, as I said, is uh, um, the Minamoto no Yoshitsune. Why does she have two different names? Especially since the Tyra clan is the is the hated enemy of the Minamoto clan. If you know anything about Japanese history, history which nobody here does, so doesn't. Nope. I don't. I don't know why I would be rhetorical. I know a little uh, bit. I, I won't say I know nothing. Yeah. So. Um, the the reason why she's calling herself Tyro Kakakio, uh, who is an, an who was an enemy commander that she that she beat uh, during her like biggest military excursion, uh, was because that name now refers to a collective, uh, a group of people who hate the Minamoto clan. It is it, it is more of a title and a mindset and less of an individual, and so being someone as an Avenger. Who, when she hates the absolute living shit out of her betrayer brother, she thus is summoned as Tyrone Kakakio and refers to herself as such throughout her first two ascensions. And then her third ascension shows up and she's half naked again. And she's like, wait a minute, I'm Yoshitsune. Because she associates being half naked with her brother, I guess, meta wise. It's a meta joke on the fact that. She, uh, He's like in lore. He's the reason why she's why she's wearing fucking nothing. He was like, "I want you to be humiliated." And she's like, "Okay, brother." That understanding uh, he hated the shit out of her. He did no, no. He did. She did not understand the fact that she that he hated the shit out of her up until he finally betrayed her towards the end of her life. So she like faithfully faithfully served her older brother for literally years, and they betrayed her, causing her death. And so she curses his name upon her death. And now she's summoned as Tyrone Kakakio. And she only remembers that she's Yotsutsune when she's h- half naked again. This is also when she has her best animations, and I'm very upset. Their animations are good regardless anyway, but her best animations are in the third ascension. And I just want her to have the cool samurai armor with the fucking mask and shit. Yeah. Uh, she's a really good fucking servant. It's a really cool concept is to have somebody like think that there's somebody else due to their immense hatred uh, towards another individual. And also, we've just been waiting for for a fucking, like, Minamono Yoshitsune since literally the first year of Beat Grand Order. Also, they updated uh, Ushiwakamaru's animation up, uh, like, animations as, like, you know, her original self, her three-star writer, which is good because she looked like a goblin. Like, her head was fucking humongous, her animations are garbage, and she had year one animations. It was absolutely awful. Everybody saw her, it was her second animation in the fucking Babylonian anime, and were like, this is so good! 
her fight with against Gorgon is one of the best animated scenes in the entire fucking show. It's legitimately great. Go watch it. It's fucking great. But it, like people saw that, like animation update when, and we never got it, and we finally got it, and we're like hell yeah. And they also updated Benkei, and we're like hell yeah. His animations were also garbage, and both of them got uh, got like strengthenings, and we're like hell yeah. They were both garbage. Well, Ushu Akamaru wasn't garbage actually. She was pretty good, but now she's better. Benkei was actually garbage though. There was no reason to, run, to use Benkei for anything, at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And now he's just really good for lockdown, which is fun. Okay. Yeah, uh, the story literally happened yesterday, so there's no translations out, so I have no idea what the fuck's going on. But it got kickstarted with uh, Ushiwakamaru's uh, master coming in and be like, "Time to pay for seducing my daughter in order uh, and tricking her into getting my book of tactics, you dumb motherfucker." It's like I I, I didn't do do that. She, like she like, refused to look her in the eyes. I was just like, "Well, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, refusing to take like responsibility for her actions." They're like, "I'm Ushiwakamaru." Yoshitsune did that because different names. And, and like, mm, is that so? And she takes out a hammer that like ages you up. Or like, guess it's time to bring out Yoshitsune. Bonks her on the head. But she becomes uh, like Avenger Taira no Kagekiyo. And that kicks off the event because she's evil now. And we have to stop her. Y- y'all remember that scene from uh, It's Always Sunny with Charlie going crazy with the Pepe Sylvia? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. My, that's my brain right now. Uh, <laughs> I have a massive headache right now, so I'm like can't go as crazy as I normally do, and so I'm having trouble like actually coming up with like a bunch of like fun <laughs> stuff to say. I'm just talking about my week, trying to like not make my headache worse. Yeah. I guess I'll go on to uh, King Arthur for this for this week. I don't really have much to do. I didn't really have much this week outside of like trying to fi- like those two things and trying to fix my work situation because. That that's still a thing, so I still can't work, and I want money. They haven't <laughs> fixed it yet. No, it's been like a week. God damn. Yeah, I went a week without work, and I went a week before without work before that too, because like you know, transition period between that and work and stuff. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Artorial Lancer Altered, who was the first Artorial Lancer that we got in the game, actually, the chapter two chapters before that. <laughs> Wait, let me pull her up. Artoria. I should just bookmark Artoria Pendragon Disambiguation page on the wiki. Yeah. Because I need it. Because we're not done. <laughs> we won't be done for a while. I'll need to check to see if we're, if I'm even halfway done. I don't think I am. I might be. Okay. She showed up. So in the story, she showed up out of fucking nowhere in a chapter that was mostly about like investigating and like doing a bunch of lore dumps so there's nothing really interesting for me to talk about from that mm. chapter mm-hmm. okay here she, here's the first ascension okay that's, okay that's, okay that's i sick. said i said the design last week was cool but holy <laughs> shit yeah and here's this one and I can't show you more because she has because she just takes off her, like her chest armor and there's humongous under under boob and I can't show that in the server. Put that in crew chat, whore. <laughs> Fine, you get to see you get to see. Like big... there's all there's always the like base version, skin version, and then titty version, and the base version is always the coolest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like yeah, I get. Okay, yeah, that's whatever. No, I'm going back to look at this fucking sick shit. Yeah, yeah, look at this. Look now. at that. 
Oh, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, see, that'd be a great shot if it wasn't for her fucking titties. Yep. <laughs> Which, again... Okay, yeah, no, I'm Aki still Uchi. going back to look at this sick shit. Yeah, again... The one again, last week was awesome. This one is fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Once again, Takeuchi. Fucking uh, I love, I love like, the, the row underneath her armor where it's kind of, like... It looks really thick and metallic and mm-hmm. woven still. It's really cool looking. Yeah. Fucking, um... Not to mention the fucking, like, dread steed she's riding. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. So I don't understand what it is with the Atoria. Like, uh, here, I'm, I'm going to put this one in, a, like, an anime, an anime talk because she's covered up. Uh, but I don't understand what it is with the Atoria Lancers and the fact that, they, that their, like, legs are really fucking stick-like. Because Ishida has oh, drawn gosh. thick women. Ishida has drawn thick women. Okay, have we, all, have we all looked at that? Yeah. Yes. You gotta delete it? Okay. <laughs> Christ. What the fuck is going... How is her spine turning that way? I blame Takeuchi because Ishida has drawn thick women. And every Artorial Lancer has a situation. If she's if they're drawn by Ishida. Because, uh, because specifically... Uh, uh, like, I'm pretty sure Takeuchi was like, yeah, make her legs really thin because I like that, but make her titties humongous because I don't know how to draw big titties. But I want my waifu to have big titties because King Arthur's his waifu. The fuck? Like, let her, let her, like, hot anime knights have some thickness to them. Like, get, get, give them some thighs that save lives, you know? Shout out to Genshin Impact. Believe me, there's another craft essence by uh, Redrop. Uh, if any of you are familiar with that artist's name uh, for Halloween. And Redrop's Halloween arts are always... I'm horny. <laughs> uh, and I'm so I horny. Can't... I'm not sure if I should even put this in crew chat. You can, and then if it... I can just delete it right afterwards. You're going to delete it right afterwards. So let me just go, go to crew chat. Uh, okay. but like, so, so only Ishida's art has them with the fucking stick legs. Every other, like every other artist's rendition of these characters, are free reign, so we got that. It's more anatomically correct there. Yeah, give me give me that yeah. body type. Give me the other art with that body type. In other in other Just words, give me, give me that. Take Takeuchi out of the decision making process, <laughs> please. <laughs> love of God, look, the guy draws fine for his own things because he doesn't put these weird ideas into his own art. I have noticed he doesn't have like it, for one thing he doesn't draw really thick women outside of like uh Medusa but she's like she she got the thighs to go along with it so she looks like a fucking human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like he doesn't he doesn't pick. Like, I'm talking about fucking design choices when I should be talking about like her fucking lore. So let's just drop the to- the topic of her, why these thighs are not saving lives right now when they do in every <laughs> in every other artist's rendition of these characters. Mm-hmm. The fate at community is very horny. Has the massive amounts of Dojinshi told you that yet? Oh, I've I've read a plenty. The fact that I can't go and try and look at some henties without it like legit, we've had this conversation. Nine out of ten fucking fucking things on nhentai <laughs> or any hentai website I for that matter it has the either, highest i think it has the fourth highest amount of like it's either on that site fate or goddamn toho and you can't escape from Listen, either <laughs> if i could block fate 
grand and order, respectively, I would. You would not, because you know it's fucking great. Some of it's pretty good, yeah. Uh, Anyways, I'm talking about... To be fair, everything has trash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine, though, because we're here to talk about lore and not being horny, horny, horny 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, the reason why she she's an altar is because she specifically let herself be corrupted so that Ronga Minyad would not turn her into a deity. So she could keep her, her humanity. Which is metal as fuck, considering how she's got a fucking sick, like, dragon helmet out of it. Give me one second. I can't stop looking at the fucking horse. The fu- yeah, no, it's sick. It's so fucking sick. I just uh, noticed the horse has like a skull on the top of Like the skull is the t- top part of its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she she hasn't really shown up in like basically anything, but she did show up in uh, a Journey to the West style event as the uh, Ox King. I'm just going to put that in crew chat because we got a craft essence out of that. The design that she's just supposed to have in story, but we didn't have for like her character art. Look how fucking sick that is. Every... Yeah. She's great. Lore! Lore! Yeah, she corrected herself. Uh, And now as a servant, what she represents, because like a regular Tory Lancer represents her using the lance, she represents uh, King Arthur as the the leader of the Wild Hunt. That explains the horse. No, she had that in life too. But... It's fucking sick. Yeah, no, so she has the wild hunt and stuff. She doesn't have that like for like literally anything in her kit. Like not, none I... of her skills. Like none of her skills do it. No, mm, sorry, none of her skills do it. None of her uh, noble phantasms do it. But she just represents King Arthur as the leader of the wild hunt, the Storm King. She's called. Can I just say I really appreciate the way that you said "fucking" the last few times because it's like you just went to a British accent for that one word. Fucking. 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 Yeah, it's great. But yeah, like, so she she's referred to as the Storm King because the, when she releases a Rongomaniad, usually it's like a big fucking like light laser beam and shit, right? Because a big divine thing that pieces together uh, physics, which has a bunch of like restrictions on it that she doesn't like unleash uh, in or when using it as a noble phantasm. Like it's like less than half are revealed, so it's like not even at full power, and it's still like massive destruction. Uh, the way she does it is she mixes it with a. Uh, so you guys remember in Fate Stay Night how I mentioned uh, like that saber having a like wind noble phantasm called Invisible Air. She uses it to like make um to make Excalibur invisible by refracting yes. light, and she can like re- release it as like the hammer of the Wind King, where it's a big fucking wind blast. Yeah, so she does. So she has that same that that same noble phantasm, and instead of using it to uh, cover uh, her spear, which looks different for no reason, there's no reason explained why it looks like that. Um. Uh, she instead uses it w- uh, when releasing Ronga Minyad to make a giant wind blast to fucking fuck everything up. You are facing a storm. This is the Storm King. She's fucking sick. And she doesn't get any fucking story anything. She showed up as the final boss of London, and London was pretty lackluster to begin with. The most important thing that came out of like London's situation was that we learned about uh, who the villain was. And that's it. Oh, and they okay. set up some like future like hintings of things that we didn't quite understand at the time, and we we're starting to understand a little bit more. But that, again, the, nothing mattered like as far as uh, who we fought in London. Just the fact that there's a big people killing mist, uh, lightning got shot into it, which summoned Nikola Tesla. We had a bunch of lightning related servants in there for 
lightning related reasons. <laughs> and then we get our ass kicked by Solomon. Okay. Well, who are we going to be covering next week? Uh, let me check the pin. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh the new the newest King Arthur the the caster version of King. Well, wait a minute. I don't have Man Arthur here. Did I talk about Man Arthur already? Mm, yes. Did I? Are you sure? It was like a, it, you made it a pretty small segment. I haven't really talked much today, so I'll just like add a little bit on him. A little, because it's yeah. we're, we're hitting like an hour and a half. To be fair, I've also still talked the little, the, the smallest amount of anybody today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Arthur prototype. Uh, while I'm pulling it up, my dad's calling me. Give me one second. Wow, listen to this man talking to his family. Who does that? A real fate stand would never leave his house. He wouldn't talk to anybody. No, he just. He he'd go to work to spend money on his waifus, and that's all. <laughs> I can imagine. Imagine being this fucking loser. Li- live outside of Starbucks just for the Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely talked about this guy. I don't know if you can still hear me, but you did. That is pretty cool. Gang, 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 fucking shit. Okay, uh, if I did talk about him, I'll just say, I'll just say uh, he has charisma like normal. Uh, he is really good at fighting big beasts because of reasons. And he comes from a different timeline. Also, he's the original design uh, for King Arthur before they were like, let's gender flip it so we can have our self-insert be a dude. So yeah, yeah, walk. you brought that up last time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so, it's a pretty cool design. Yeah, he's a very, he's a very like... You know, normal white knight kind of design. Yeah, you know, very cool. It's exactly how you imagine King Arthur to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, next week we're going to be talking about the newest King Arthur, uh, uh, her caster version, who still does not show up in the story. Uh, so I'll just be talking about her weapons and what little we know about her setting before we get to the joke King Arthur's, of which we have one, uh, including uh, like summer variants. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Christ. Okay, we'll be back in a minute with the news. Welcome back to the news. Welcome back to the news. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. So, we're going to hop right into the Resident Evil news. Yep. Because uh, Chris is going to be AFK here soon. So, first things first, Resident Evil Village got an announced date let me find it i'm just scrolling. i'm still gonna keep calling it resident evil 8 i don't give a fuck whatever i can't find it i think it was uh april or may okay the release date that's cool <sighs> wasn't it village now or something yeah shut up it's eight <laughs> yeah, because it's because the fucking Roman numeral dumb bullshit. No, it's it's not Resident Evil Eight. They said it that. is. They specifically made a big deal about the fucking Roman numeral being in the word village. <laughs> but no, shut up. <laughs> it's okay, Chris. Go on. So first things first, there is now an exclusive mm. demo on the PS Five. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the main story. It is set before the main story of Village. Okay. Huh. Oh boy. 
Uh, it now has a blocking system in the game. Oh. Where you hold L1 to put your hands up, and then you can like push the enemy away. Oh, okay. Put your hands up. Uh, a lot of Bloodborne-type shit, because, you know, Eastern European stuff, vampires, mm-hmm. werewolves, all that fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Lady still want her to uh, Yes, 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 Big Lady. They figured out how to get the internet to keep talking about something. Big oh, Lady. Oh, oh boy, big did they. Big mommy milkers. It'll get people to talk about everything. Listen, you want to get the internet hyped? Nine-foot-tall... Big titty vampire. Hell yeah. That's how you do it. Make her slightly <clears throat> older. Not old enough to where she's wrinkly, but old enough to where she's definitely older than you. Gotta get all those people with the fucking Oedipus complex. They're all up in there. Hey man. All those no lovers. Which are not the same individuals. But whatever. For the sake of this joke, they are. If you like older women, clearly you have a problem. Clearly, there is no, there is no nothing that is less than that. I don't fucking know where my. I'll put one of the screenshots we got, and oh, whoops, I put it in recording, but whatever. Yeah, fucking aneurysm. Oh, look at it. Let me, let me. Oh God, (laughs) our vibes are everywhere today, aren't they? Look, man, we're but here. No, I'm here, but (laughs) but you're not the vibes. We're never the vibes. Is that mine? Oh no, but mommy is vibes. <laughs> God no. Uh... Yeah, she's like eight or nine feet tall. I wonder how tall Artoria Lancer is. <laughs> the, uh, it has a question because they're all like Japanese size. For it sure. has an uh, RE4 like system for crafting. Okay. Exclusive demo on the PS5. She's five six. What the fuck? That's. And uh, to the news no one wanted. Resident Evil Reverse, R-E-verse, is a 3v3 shooter. Uh And when Uh you die, you seem to become some sort of villain from the Resident Evil franchise. That's kind of cool. I definitely saw Leon. I saw Jill. I saw Ada. And uh, what I saw someone die and turn into Nemesis. It looks bad. I can ignore it. As you probably I can just ignore should. it. Oh, as I definitely will. I'm just telling myself that it's not something I I have to. I have to hold against them. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to post something else. There is a Division 2 crossover in Division 2. Which reminds me, there's a crossover with Bloodstains having with some indie game I don't remember off the top of my head. Right now, now look at this. Go this is their attempt to make Leon Kennedy. Look at this. Oh. What? That's not Leon. Oh no! I That's not Leon that, at all. I think that was their best attempt to make a Leon and their like create a character. I think oh, it's just the outfit. I think no. it's just, it was supposed to be the outfit, and it's still not quite there. The outfit is fine. There's details that are missing, but it's whatever. Yeah, I think it's supposed. But to be that's not Leon S. Kennedy. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be just the outfit. I don't think it's supposed to be like the like, the individual. 
I don't know. I think they tried to get as close as they could, but uh, so Bloodstains having a, a crossover with a Kingdom Two Crowns. That's mm. what it is. Okay. Well, we'll speed run this news since it seems like everyone has to head out right now. So, Mortal Kombat player disqualified from a tournament for criticizing the developers. <laughs> Look at China. The name of his loadout was like, "Why make Why make game so easy?" On a controversial easy character. <laughs> why would you put? Why would you make the game easy as I'm running through easy mode? Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 now facing a second class action lawsuit. Still, <laughs> still not blaming the developers over here. Still blaming the. Okay, here's here's something really quick. Here's something I've talked about with um, with a mutual friend, that, Kevin, I can say Kevin's name. I don't know why I chose not to say Kevin's name, but I, I was talking to Kevin about this. If Cyberpunk had come out equally as broken, you know. If if this whole fiasco was pushed back to two years ago, right? If this had come out two years ago in the exact same state, the exact same situation and everything, no, none of this would have happened. It re also really does not help the way they're handling this. Yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. Oh, it we absolutely had, doesn't. We had no clue the game was broken. But people, people wouldn't have given as much of a fuck two or three years ago as they do now. I don't know what the fuck happened in, in the, the, the gamer sphere that made everyone so butthurt over this type of shit. But this type of shit has been happening for literally over a decade now. Uh, the, hey, at least we're <laughs> fucking attacking them for it now. Yeah, sure. Get your, get your shit together before you release a game. Let's see. I'll take some quotes from this rather than reading it all. Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm going to, I'm going to post the, that fake character I was talking about earlier okay, in anime perfect. just for the sake of it. Yeah. Let's see. One member of the team compared the process to trying to drive a train while the tracks are being laid out in front of you at the same time. It might have gone more smoothly if the track layers had a few months of a head start. Mm. Let's see. There was another one in there where development were talking to management about how obviously they were not going to be able to pull this off. And they said, we did The Witcher 3. We got this. That was the quote. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Let's, let's see. Their goal was to release Cyberpunk 2077 before new consoles from Microsoft, Sony... Expected to fall in the fall of 2020, even were announced. That way, the company could launch the game on existing PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and then double dip by re-releasing versions down the road for the next-gen consoles. That obviously fell apart. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And then I have some... Oh, uh, worth noting, this is all from Bloomberg, uh, Jason Schreier. Haha, <laughs> could have guessed that. Let's see... And then these are just a bunch of extra tweets he put out. So, veteran devs from other companies were shocked at CDPR's free-for-all production. One example, if someone needed a shader, they'd make it with no pipeline in place to determine whether someone had already made a shader with the same function. And this is the <laughs> kicker. This is the kicker. One CDPR developer told their manager that they didn't want to work overtime, 
as their CEO had said that would be okay. Fine, their manager said, but one of the other co-workers would just have to work extra hours to make up for them. The, uh, the classic, okay, you don't have to, but you know someone else is going to have to because you won't, right? That makes you feel bad, right? Wow. Jesus Christ, man. Let's see. Up until 2016, it was a third-person game featuring wall-running, flying cars, and car ambushes. And as for uh, the police system situation, it was literally done within, like, the last month of the game. <laughs> of course. Out. That makes sense, how they fucking, fucking uh, instant transmission to your location. They were just like, yeah, no, just make them, make them spawn. <laughs> yeah, like, the police system. Commit a crime. Police spawn in front of you. Run away. Congrats, they're not going to chase you. I only experienced it a few times because, oddly enough, in a game about street crime, I did very little street crime in, in my oh, well, I main did one, run of cyberpunk. I did one, and it could not be. I was literally standing in the middle of, like, a subway tunnel, mm -hmm. and I shot someone. This was, there was literally me and this guy were the only people in this tunnel. I shot the man, and then two police and two drones spawned in in front of me. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. For, could not for me, more. most of them were accidental. Like, I just accidentally ran over somebody, or just, like, I was fighting some gang members in, in a back alley, and sh shooting out towards the street, and someone walked in the yeah. path of fire like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. You could not have made it more painfully obvious. Let's see. Platinum Games hopes to give an update on Bayonetta 3 and more in 2021. Shout out to the days until Bayonetta update Twitter account. <laughs> We're well over a thousand. We're going from a bad game to good game. Well, company. Yeah. Situation. I don't know. You know what I mean. Let's see. Up next, <laughs> Coding Pop 2 Double Date will be available. 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 We get Hoonie Pop 2, boys. I'm down. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Another game I can't play around my dad. Let's see, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition is now out for the PC. Let's yeah. get that one. Ubisoft job posting suggests Splinter Cell VR. So that Splinter Cell game, it's going to be a fucking VR game. Way to just <laughs> I, chip I can, one of my fucking dreams. I can hear the shotgun entering your mouth right now. <laughs> like... How many years have I been waiting? And then you put the fucking words VR at the end of it. <laughs> when did fucking... What was the last one? Blackpoint or whatever the fuck it's called? Blacklist. Bl Blacklist. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... What, what, that came out in like, what, fucking 2013? 2012? Some, some shit? Yeah, it was something like that. Fuck. I think it I think it was like 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Yeah. Jesus. Fuck off. Let's see, uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Season 2. So, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, which I assume was supposed to be Season 2, has been announced for July 2021. Some other dumb bullshit. And I, I'm kind of sad Adrian isn't here because we're going back into the titty discussion. Yeah, yeah we probably but, uh, are. 
at these. Look at the character on the left. I don't Jesus. Either. I've seen, I've seen the cover. It I is hadn't. absolutely that... ridiculous. That... The size of these things. <laughs> the absolute size of this la of these lads on her. This lad's yeah, got some cool lads. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, cool Kyoshin show or whatever the fuck their name is. That's yeah. their style. Just like, good lord. Rain it in a little. He's like, no. No. Let's see. Um, Mugen Train will be released with a dub and sub internationally at the same time. Cuckoo. New anime announced GGWP Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that one. Yeah, that one's going to be pretty good. What? That's that's the title. GGWP Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games. I'm going to assume it's about a young lady playing a fighting game. I. What is this again? How many it's fucking. Anime. Oh, I didn't see that on anything. I was looking through any chart earlier. Here, I'll uh, I'll post the link to the tweet. It's all in Japanese, so good luck. Hell, you probably you're gonna do the best out of all of us, Sadar. Oh, look, okay, to... <laughs> continue what you were saying. Yeah, hey, looks nice. That's... Shoot. Up next, and this is the final. Netflix shares trailer for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spinoff, The Spoke Kishbi Rohan. Rohan. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're getting The Spoke Rohan. I'm down. I am. I, I'm, I'm down. Daga <laughs> Kotowari. I'm always down for some Rohan. Everybody's down yeah. for some Rohan. He's one of the best fucking characters. Yeah, well. I wish I was Rohan. Everyone fucking wishes they were Rohan. <laughs> Well, that's all we got this week. We survived. As usual. Uh, description, socials, all that fun shit. Hop in the Discord. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.